Hello, everybody. This is Joyce Hum. I'm from Ottawa. This is my 14th broadcast. I did the last one back in, I think, was uh, quite a while ago. Anyway, I'm going to be doing this one today. So what I'm talking about is the book that I wrote. It's called Are We There Yet? Is the Sun Setting on Planet Earth? And this book was actually done in 2019. And while I uh, wrote it, the pandemic hit. So uh, I can't say that things have gotten much better out there, especially in the climate change issue, because we see that there's a lot of fires and uh, unfortunate things happening all over the earth. But anyway, uh, and we have made progress with the pandemic. We had a vaccine and people uh, have been vaccinated. So that has been uh, a, a good thing. Although we still have problems with the um, uh, virus that team, seems to mutate easily. So that's a bit of a concern. So we'll just see where we go from here. But it is encouraging that we got that vaccine out as fast as we did. So I'm very thankful for that. Going back to the book, Are We There Yet? I wrote this book uh, uh, because I was concerned about the problems that we're having. And not only that, I wrote it because I felt that I was supposed to write it. And that uh, uh, there was, a, um, I'm a Christian, and I thought that I had something to say that God wanted me to say. So the book was written, it has about 15, or has 15 chapters in it. And what it does, it talks about our past history, the fact that we've had so much trouble in our world with the uh, different uh, things we've gone through, especially the conflict that we we don't seem to be able to get along very well with each other and there's always wars and whatnot, but we had made some progress in that we've come with up with the UN and their Security Council, especially who's trying to uh, uh, contain wars and again we're not very good at that especially wars within a country like for instance we've got Yemen and what's going on there which is absolutely terrible but anyway God knows all and and sees all so um what I'd like to talk about today is uh where we are in the book and the last uh, uh chapters I talked about I think I yeah I'm up to chapter, um, we did chapter 12 in the book, and I really recommend that you buy the book and read it. I think it's really worthwhile, and that you'll get a lot out of it. It's available at booksellers uh, uh, everywhere. So um, anyway, where we are now and uh, is chapter chapter 13, but I'm, I'm sort of in between chapter 12 and 13. Uh, today, and I'm talking about uh, um, we have men who have tried to fix our, our things for us. And actually, if you look at our history, we haven't done a very good job. Our, 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 our world is, you know, our earth is still badly polluted. We're having all these difficulties because of the carbon in the atmosphere, etc., etc. And we have a lot of poverty and uh, we have not been very good at distributing wealth. And so there is, there is a lot of problems yet to fix. And, uh, you know, it'd be absolutely miraculous if we could all get together and realize that we could work together if we could stop. Uh, we're 
there's so much fear between people and we everyone has their own philosophy on how to do things so the bottom line is that we don't work good together and we don't solve our problems very well and i'm not all that confident that things will get better but we there is one thing that i am confident about and that's the fact that we serve a holy god and and whether or not we want to admit it or not god is in charge of this world he gives us the rain for our crops to grow. We've got 7 billion people that we feed. And we thank God for that, that we have enough food out there. And if people are hungry, it's not because we don't have the food. It's because of faulty distribution and and a lot of times poverty. But so my, my where I'm going with this is that I believe that there's going to be a divine intervention from God because I cannot see that uh, people are going to fix this. We've we've had many years to try, and we've uh, uh, yes, we've made progress, but probably not the progress that we should be making. Because the progress we should be making is when we're in taking care of each other and that we realize that people need a home. Uh, now, the house prices have gone up so much on my street here. Like, for instance, the houses that were selling for 300000 are now selling for seven, And this has just happened in the last year. So, you know, housing has gotten to be a real problem and rent has gone up. But so we have to have a world that's better, uh, thinks more of everyone and care for everyone. And I don't think we're ever going to get a point to a point where we're not lost in our divisions and in our selfishness and all these things and really take care of people. So what I am expecting and what it's as I look at biblical prophecy, as I look at the world today and how we're doing, I truly believe that what will happen will be a divine intervention that will fix our problems for us. But it's not going to be easy. The, fierce, the next few years are going to be uh, pretty tough. So I'm going to uh, talk a little about the Bible. We know that Jesus came and that's our big hope because God knew that the world had sinned and he sent Jesus Christ into the world to pay for our sins. So that is our big hope. And we know that those who uh, uh, acknowledge this are, are going to have uh, things a little bit different than others who won't. So I'm just hoping and praying that whoever hears this will really take it to heart and realize that there is a God and he is uh, uh, mainly uh, I believe our hope, our real hope that will be intervening in our lives right now and uh, and there, he will be bringing things to a conclusion that will make things right. And just to um, make people aware who may not know this, and if you're a Christian, if you're reading, reading your Bible or if you know the Bible, you know that the Bible is divided into two parts. There's the Old Testament and there's the New Testament. And one, they're not separate books. 
You cannot have the New Testament unless you have the Old Testament. You know that there, what happened to man, the fall into sin, and that we need a Christ as our Savior. So the, the New Testament picks up on the Old Testament. So they work together hand in hand. Not only do they work hand in hand on our salvation, but they also work hand in hand on telling us what our future is going to be. And so God, what God did many years ago, he made a chosen people. And this chosen people was not because he wanted to do something special for people, but because he wanted to show the world through them that he was a God and he could help people. And unfortunately, uh, in their uh, uh, in their fact that we're all broken, we have this broken humanity in our spirits uh, uh, that didn't work out too well. Uh, but what happened during those years in the Old Testament? God had people, like I said, the the chosen people were started with Abraham, and Abraham. He had a son from which the, uh, the promise would come from, and that was the Isaac, and then from Isaac to, 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 uh, to Jacob. And all this came into being right up until um, the, the chosen people were uh, taken down to Egypt, and then they were brought out of Egypt by Moses. And here's where we pick up the story, because once they were, once they were uh, brought back, to the land of Cana, they uh, uh, again they had their ten tribes at this point, and but that didn't work out well either. So uh, they, they the tribes themselves started uh, um, um, split, and they became two two separate countries. Basically, there was Judah to the south and. Uh, Israel to the north, and um, they were led by different kings along the point in time. Well, there's in the prophecies, we were told that God sent prophets to speak to them and tell them to stop doing what they were doing, and they didn't listen. So he brought a, uh, uh, he told them if they didn't, there would be judgment coming against them, and he allowed uh, uh, Assyrian people to uh, basically uh, the northern tribe was greatly diminished and then the southern tribe to uh, um, the uh, tribe of uh, Judah and, ben and, and uh, Benjamin they were together to form uh, the tribe to form Judah and they were uh, uh, didn't listen to God either so they um, God sent um, Nebuchadnezzar from Babylonia against them, and they came against them in three different uh, um, raids. And it was at the first raid that they took some of the young men, and this is around uh, 600 uh, BC, uh, they took Daniel and, and others uh, uh, to Babylonia. And again, this happened three times, and then the third time, uh, the uh, temple was built, uh, excuse me, burnt and, and destroyed, and the, the last uh, captives were taken to Babylonia. But I'm telling you all this because I want to put this into context so that you will know where Daniel comes from. So Daniel comes from the chosen people, 
and uh, and the fact that uh, he was one of the young men who was uh, um, in in Judah and under the the uh, the um, attempts of the Babylonians to take over Judah. He there was different raids, and he was one of the first people to be uh, uh, taken captive. So what we're doing now, where Daniel goes down into Babylonia and he is given uh, uh, favor, him and his comrades are given great favor by God because he holds on to his faith. So it's a, it's a marvelous story. And, uh, and a lot of times people pick up the story and they read it, and there's there's miracles that happens. For instance, uh, uh, Daniel's uh, comrades are thrown into a furnace because they wouldn't uh, worship uh, or stop worshiping their god. And they, uh, even though the furnace is very very hot, they are, they come out of the furnace and they're they're not hurt. There's another miraculous story about Dan Daniel himself was thrown into a, a lion's den. And he was a favorite, favorite of the king at this time, but because the officials tricked him, he was thrown into the lion's den. And Daniel, he, uh, the lions did not hurt him. The next morning, he was fine. So the king took him out and gave him even more favor. So here's what most people remember about Daniel. But what I'm going to be talking about Daniel, and I want to put this into context, that Daniel was also given by God prophecies for the future. And as these prophecies are, are very, very important, and uh, why they're important is because they lay the groundwork for the understanding of where we're at right now and where we are going to be in our future. And so when we, um, when we come to reading the book of Revelation, which is the uh, main book of prophecy in the New Testament, it's Daniel that really sheds the light on our understanding. And it's the, I, I have chosen four prophecies from Daniel to talk about. And I'm not going to get into those today because I just wanted to lay this groundwork so that we would know that uh, Daniel's prophecies are important. And I'm just going to just talk about the very end of Daniel. At the end of the book, here's what uh, Daniel is told by God. He is told by God to seal up the prophecies and, and, and not to open them for a long time because they are for people of the future. And that tells us that we must take the prophecies of Daniel and learn from them so that once we start looking at revelations, we're not totally... Uh, in the dark. And if you have the book, I would uh, and, and I recommend that you buy it. Are we there yet? As the sun setting on planet Earth, I do have in the uh, I do have a, a an annex A, and it's called the Four Prophecies of Daniel. And I would suggest that for the next uh, podcast that I do that you go back and you look at that annex very carefully because that basically lays out all the different things I'm going to be talking about in the next podcast because I want us to know that God will be intervening in, in this world 
and I don't believe the time is far away. And I want people to know what Daniel said and take it to heart in his prophecy so that when we open the book of Revelation and start looking at that, we will be ready. So, uh, um, yeah, so this is... Uh, um, uh, this is really coming from my heart. I want us to uh, know that man is uh, trying their best at times to make things right. But the bottom line, I feel things will not get all that better. Uh, praise God, perhaps we'll make some progress and I'm not certainly ruling that out. I'm always a hopeful person. So I would say, uh, um, let's keep on with our praying if you're a praying person if not perhaps you could think about the importance of god because we're dependent on god for everything right? the food that we eat the air that we breathe and and he's an almighty god but he's a loving god and he wants us to know these things that's why the holy bible is there with both the old and the new testament and that's why we are to um uh basically i believe he wants none to perish. He wants all to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that's in Second uh, Peter near the end. So so anyway, uh, goodbye for now. And uh, I will be back soon. And, and enjoy uh, the summer. The summer doesn't last long in Canada. So wherever you're listening from, we're in summer here in Canada. And it's a beautiful time. So uh, we'll, we'll continue from there. And uh, so for now, I think we'll, uh, we'll be closing. So uh, take care and God bless to everyone.